millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the post-match podcast. It's me, Ben, here today. Um, Liverpool have beaten Southampton four goals to nil at Anfield. Um, in a game of two halves, here is my match reaction. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Red Men TV. Liverpool have just taken another step closer to winning a Premier League title by beating Southampton 4 0 at home. No Paul or Chris today, so it's just me, it's Ben. Um, it was a very much a game of two halves, wasn't it? I think Liverpool were very sloppy, quite slow in the first half. Um, just didn't quite see him at the races, and Southampton were the ones causing us quite a few problems in terms of you know um, creating some chances, although a lot of their chances did come from us being sloppy, particularly midfield. It took a little while for us to get going. Hello, matey, okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, after the break, it looked as if Jürgen gave him a bit of a, bit of a bollocking, to be honest. And they, and, and they came out and they were a completely different side. Obviously, check out the player ratings that will be out on the channel as well. But it's going to be really difficult to rate the players because in the first half, a lot of them were really poor. And then it just looked as if we completely changed the way we play in the second half and came out with a lot more intensity, a lot more action going forward. And obviously, the, the early goal in the second half really helped us then from Chamberlain. Um, so let's talk about some players. I mean, Alisson made some really good saves, and then the midfield for me is where, the, in the end, the game was won. Because you know, thinking about the likes of Jordan Henderson, who you know, again, in the second half, those performances really went up a level. Thought Jordan Henderson epitomised that, and I was actually just thinking to myself before his goal that you know he didn't, he he, he, he hadn't had quite as much influence on the game as, as, as in previous games up until that point. But he was running himself into the ground. He was probably one of our better players on the pitch prior to prior to the second half in the first half anyway then he gets a goal and he gets an assist as well fantastic assist from Salah's th- um, for, for the third goal which I think yeah Salah, Salah scores so a really good performance from him. Um, I think in the first half we perhaps missed Mane a little bit. You know, it's one of the first one of the first times really that we that we've been missing the front three, one of the front three for for a couple of games. And I just think that little bit of intensity and that little bit of sharpness from Mane that that he would have provided um, did 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 cause us one or two problems going forward in terms of just not not having that a little bit extra. But we seem to solve that problem at half time. Salah seems to step it up. You know, some of, some of the some of the 
Some of the times that he's on the ball and his ball control and his, and his close control, getting it away from defenders, his strength, getting his, getting his body between the ball and the defender and, and, and stopping all that from going... He's just absolutely fantastic. And then his creativity as well, obviously, in terms of picking out a pass at times when he wants to pass it. And there was a little bit more selflessness from Salah today, I thought. Um, he's just absolutely fantastic, I thought. The, the whole... Again, it's a strange game because, you know, we were, we were really poor in the first half and Southampton, you know, they... They probably should have known that we weren't going to come out quite as bad in the second half because, because obviously, and, and, and in terms of that, they probably should have taken one of the chances and made it a more interesting game in the first half. But no, um, look, at the end of the day, poor performance, good performance, a game of two halves, whatever you want to call it. Liverpool are currently 22 points clear at the top of the Premier League. Man City go away to Tottenham tomorrow. Leicester drew at lunchtime today. Um, Man United play later on, but they're absolutely irrelevant at the moment because Liverpool are absolutely flying. Um, it was a 4-0 win for Liverpool over Southampton at Anfield today. Um, and, and yet, the good times just keep on coming. We go into Shrewsbury now. It's the winter break for the first team players. The under-23s are going to play at Anfield on Tuesday and, and obviously in the hopes of getting us to to the FA Cup fifth round draw it's all bloody rosy isn't it yeah anyway that has been my match reaction thanks very much for watching do subscribe to the channel leave me a comment what you thought of the game down below like the video as well head over to the redmentv.com where we're going to have all our post-match content and yeah see you next time Liverpool are really 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 good see you later Yep, yeah, and uh, following on from that, here is the player ratings from outside Anfield let me know how generous or strict I was um, and yeah there you go Hello everybody, player ratings time after Liverpool beat Southampton four goals to nil at Anfield. Me today, no Chris Pajak, so I'm going to try and do this as much as I can because I'm at, last time I did play ratings was in Salzburg with my dad and, um, and and we got told off for being too harsh. Although it was a really difficult game, it was a really difficult game to rate these players because bizarrely it was it was so poor in the first half I thought and then they came out a completely different team in the second. So I'm going to try and do an average and do an overall. So I'm going to start with Alisson, who I thought made some good saves, um, particularly in the in the first half. Again, you know, the last few games, Allison's been really, really key for us. If you think about it, um, you know, in terms of just making saves that he should be making, but also making one or two saves that you know uh, prove his quality as well. So I'm going to give Allison. I'm going to give him an eight. Actually, I thought he was good. I thought you know, without him, you know, perhaps you end up a goal down in the first half. Um, and you go into the half-time trailing and, and, and you know how it is then with these teams who like to sit a little bit deeper. They're going to sit sit deep and they're going to cause you problems in the second half. So so it was a good job we had him there. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, OK, I thought, um, in the, again, it, it's difficult. In the second half, everybody was so much better. So for me... It's difficult to give an average. I think Trent was probably a seven, seven and a half. Um, I, I don't know if I'm being generous there or not. I thought, you know, attacking again. He, he plays some fantastic balls all over the pitch, doesn't he? Um, and, and in terms of, did he get an assist today? Don't think he did. Um, but, you know, still his creativity is there. He's an attacking threat and, 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 it, and it, it, he's such a big part of how we go forward, particularly when we stepped up that intensity in the, in, in, in the, um, in the second half as well. So I'll give, I'll give, him, a, I'll give him a seven. Um, Joe Gomez, I thought he was really, really really good. I thought both centre-backs were actually, so I'll do them as a pair, Virgil van Dijk and Gomez, because I, I, I want to give them both an eight. Um, just just getting a tackle and getting the foot in, being being dominant and sharp on the ball, um, but also being you know just bullying defenders. I mean, Danny Ings is a good player, um, and you know he, he got a good reception when he went off, but he didn't really get a sniff today, other than the sloppiness in the first half in the midfield that I'm going to talk about in a minute. Um, but I do think that you know it, overall. The, the centre-backs bullied the strikers really you know even when Charlie Austin came on he didn't get a sniff either did he so I'm going to give both centre-backs an 8 Andy Robertson I didn't think was quite as good today 
Um, I don't know whether it's just, you know, he is lacking a little bit of form at the moment. There's been a few, you know, performed by his standards, performances that haven't been quite as good. So I'm going to give him a six and a half, um, pushing on a seven. Again, I'm wary of being told that I'm being too strict or too generous, but do let me know in the comments. Um, yeah, I just I just didn't think he was he was as he was as good today. But you know, again, it was it was partly down to you know a lack of sharpness in the first half, and then how that changed in the second half. So let's move on to the midfield. Fabinho, um, a little bit better than West Ham and Shrewsbury. I thought I thought you know coming in from the start probably helped him. It probably helped you know as as Liverpool got themselves into the game to, again, particularly in the second half. I thought Fabinho was pretty good, but I thought his sloppiness actually at times was the reason that Southampton found themselves creating a few chances in the first half. So I'm going to give him a six. Um, I didn't I didn't think he was. Again, I think I think his first half performance st has stuck in my mind more than his second half performance, and that's obviously because as a team we were attacking more in the second half, uh, and it meant that, that you know there wasn't as there wasn't as much reliance on a defensive midfielder, and therefore what Fabinho was doing wasn't quite as highlighted. Um, but I do think that in the first half, you know, he gave one or two balls away. And again, it's just, I am aware he's been injured. So it's again, it's just about um, him stepping up and, and getting those minutes into the legs. I think it was good for him to get 90 minutes today because now he, obviously he's going to go off. He's going to have his winter break with like the rest of the first team squad. And hopefully then when it comes to Norwich um, in two weeks time, um, he's going to be pretty much back to full fitness and match sharpness as well. So, 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 so a six for Fabinho. Um, John Henderson, fantastic. I mean, you know, He's been so good, hasn't he? And I said him in match reaction, I, I, literally just before he scored, I was thinking, you know what? He hasn't been quite as influential on the ball today, but he's run himself into the ground. You know, he, he's, given his one, he's given his all, he's given his 100% effort. Just before the chance for his goal arises, he's pressing the goalkeeper, he's pressing the centre-backs really highly. And then the goal comes and again, you know, you can see how much it means to him. So I'm going to give Jordan Henderson a nine today. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Gina Wijnaldum, I thought, was a little bit weaker. Um, again, I think the first half performance is sticking out in my mind more than second half performance. But again, he showed his qualities as well. You know, in terms of his his, his strength on the ball, his keeping possession, um, his his passing as well, his his driving forward at times, which I thought was really good. Um, yeah, I thought I thought I thought he was good. So I'm going to give I'm going to give Genius seven, um, and then onto the front three that started: Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, absolutely outstanding. You know what? In the um, when we were building up to this game on the Unsense of Match build-up show, we took, we discussed the possibility of putting Oxlade Chamberlain out wide. I opted to go with Origi if he was fit. Um, just because I think, you know, in a Liverpool shirt when Oxley Chamberlain played right over front three, we haven't seen him be quite as effective. Um, but today he really was. He really, really was. Even in the first half when the team in general weren't that good, I thought his performance was probably the, they, we were, he was probably the best player on the pitch for us in the first half in terms of just bursting away from defenders and, and you know, turning sharply on the ball and looking lively. And if anything was going to happen in that first half, it felt like it was going to come through Oxley Chamberlain. Um, and then obviously in the second half, he gets the goal. It's a really good finish from him cutting him from the right hand side and burying it um, and then again he just he just looked dangerous anytime he was on the ball and he was making those like diverting runs as well that, you, you, that we're kind of used to seeing from Salah most of the time in terms of dragging defenders away and, and causing a problem off the ball and we were seeing them from Chamberlain as well so it wouldn't surprise me if between now and the end of the season we saw Chamberlain on the right hand side you know in games where he's looking to rotate the um, any one of the wingers you know it, 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 it wouldn't surprise me whether we saw him on the left or the right hand side again you know, as we as we look to go forward this season, Roberto Firmino, 
Um, I thought he was poor first half to be honest I don't think he was in the game enough but in the second half again it was it, it was like he was a completely different player he was absolutely outstanding um, I'm going to give Firmino a 7 um, I did a rate Oxley chamberlain by the way I'm going to give him a 9 um, I think I think, I think think he was really good in that sense um, yeah Chamberlain I'm going to give uh, sorry Firmino I'm going to give a 7 overall um, maybe a 7.5 because I thought in the second half he really was instrumental in making things happen and, and creating chances um, so yeah uh, Firmino overall really really good and then Mo Salah again same story really he struggles to get in the game a little bit in the first half um, but in the second half he was so dangerous wasn't he in terms of you know his close control his finishing he was absolutely outstanding so Salah I'm going to give an 8 um, subs Minamino um, comes on misses a sitter doesn't he to shame because it would have been really good for him to get himself his first goal um, but it, it wasn't it wasn't to be today um, I'm going to give for, uh, Minamino a 6.5 maybe a 7 um, Naby Keita I thought was really good actually it, was, it surprised me how sharp he was when he came on the pitch I think he creates a chance doesn't he he plays a really good pass on the edge of the box it might have been for Firmino um, it, it, again you know just that close control from Cater and, and he does you know when he does get going he does have an eye for a, pa for a pass that no one else sees um, so I'll give I'll give Cater a seven and a half actually you know in the context of the game and the context of what he did when he came on and given the fact that he's been injured as well I was impressed by Cater who's the third sub Lalana. Um, not much to say about Alana's performance. To be honest, it was it was the last sub, wasn't it? You know, I think it was a chance really um, to give Jordan Henderson a bit of an ovation from the cop. So I'll give I'll give Alana a seven. Why not? If I'm feeling generous, Liverpool have won. Um, yeah. So let me know if you agree or disagree with any of these ratings down in the comments down below. Subscribe to the channel again. Like this video. Um, and yeah, um, head over to theredmantv.com for a 30-day free trial. You'll get all of the post-match content over there. The instant match reaction with me and Mr. Matt Lockett, who is behind the camera currently. Um, and then obviously all the content throughout the week as well so yeah um, thanks for watching Ta and finally here is a clip from the instant match reaction that you can check out now on the redmentv.com it's 30 days for a free trial at the moment and then it's only £5 a month after that so go over and check it out we're going to have so much good content coming out over the next few months as Liverpool stride towards a Premier League title um, yeah here is me and Matt chatting about the Reds after the game They're one of the best active actively pressing teams in the league really aren't they if you think about it because even Liverpool don't do it to an intense level anymore but you know if you think about at the moment the way Hassan has got them going you know they do do that really well don't they they do it intelligently as well I thought well I thought in the first half they were a lot more intelligent with the press in the second half after you had a goal down it was just a case of just run run at the ball as, as fast as you can but yeah definitely in the first half you made us play it long and we didn't really have a decent outlet in that and I think losing Mane is a, is, is a big part of that I think and um yeah, there was just nothing really. They pushed us into areas that I don't think we wanted to go in, and the communication between Allison and Gomez and Van Dijk at times just seemed a little off in the first half. Throughout the whole game, to be honest, there was moments in the second half as well where they just didn't seem to communicate well. I think Allison nearly handballed it at one yeah. stage. Um, and there was a moment as well, I think, on the on the right hand side as we're looking from the cop, the right side of the penalty area where. They, they, the ball is allowed to go through. Alisson comes out for it. I remember full, like Fulham away last year almost, where where it comes through and the, and the ball goes through. I think it was I think it was three 0 at that point. To be perfectly honest, but still, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Southampton though, you know, if we just go just talk about the first half for a little bit. You know, they did create a few opportunities and they were quite good on the ball, but it felt as if, to be honest, the majority of what they were creating was a was as a result of our sloppiness. But again, I think that was the pressure that they were putting yeah, on us, yeah. the, the way they were pressing us. I think Gomez looked in trouble a, a couple of times, I think, in the first half. And to, to be honest, everyone did. I think everyone who had the ball 
it around the penalty area in the first half just didn't look comfortable and you've got to give them credit for that I don't I haven't seen that much this season especially at Anfield so but yeah like you say the, the chances that they had yeah with, with balls that we were giving away but they forced us they forced us into that I thought Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.